Time right now is 6.09, and it is one degree below zero right now. Not nice. It's not nice outside. But we're going to get up to a high of 25, and I've got more weather details coming up in just a couple minutes. So have you ever heard the old adage to never get a tattoo of your uh, significant other's name? Because it could be bad luck, and it could mean you're going to break up. Well, apparently there's one couple out there that never got the memo. I'm really kind of surprised. I don't know if she has any other tattoos. I've never seen any visibly, but she might. You know, there's just some tattoos where you just can't see them. Well, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck celebrated Valentine's Day in a big way with matching tattoos. I know he has a ton of tattoos, like a whole entire back tattoo. So that doesn't seem weird that he would do it. But so anyway, uh, I'm. Valentine's Day, they both unveiled, or Jennifer Lopez unveiled her new ink on Instagram. J-Lo's tattoo features an infinity symbol with an arrow through it along with Jennifer and Ben written in cursive. Oh, come on. She also shared what appears to be Affleck's own tattoo. Oh, hang on. My computer just flipped out on me. Of two crossed arrows featuring J and B initials. Plus, the post features throwback photos of the couple alongside hashtags, this is us then and this is us now. Commitment, happy Valentine's Day, my love. Lopez captioned in the post, adding the hashtag, commitment sec is sexy. So she has it on her rib cage on her side, the tattoo. And the tattoo is beautiful, but it's one of those where it's like, ooh, I don't know. I understand why people do it because it's a sign of commitment, but you know how many people have had to have those tattoos redone or covered up because what happens when you break up with that person? If it, if, if that happens, I mean, who knows? These guys could be in the long run. You know, they tried it before to work out and I'm trying it again. And so we'll just have to uh, see what happens. I like those two together and they seem really happy. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that the whole getting tattoos of each other is not going to cause a problem because I do actually like them together as a couple. Not like my opinion really matters for a lot, but uh, so there you go. A celebrity tattoo couple, and uh, hopefully that's not going to mean the end for them. Uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes, kind of checking your forecast. Also, a new episode of Criminal Minds. The reason we're going to talk about that is uh, something to do with Duluth. Hmm. Alicia Kara on the way to the weekend and Dua Lipa. Is all coming up on Mix 108. Hey, Twin Ports, huge news. 629 on this finally Friday. A little chilly out there right now. It is one degree below zero, but we are going to get up to 23. And things are just getting warmer and warmer over the weekend. So if you're like Lauren, she's a big fan of the show Criminal Minds. And it was on hiatus for a little while, but it is returned. Um, she started watching season 16 this week, which just came out in November. But she said she noticed something during one of the early episodes. For some background, the season revolves around a network of serial killers all over the country. So one of the guys, his name is Sicarius. He's a leader of a network and places kits around different parts of the country for other members of the network. So she doesn't want to give away too much, but one of the kits is hidden in Duluth. They showed a map on the show um, of a bunch of smaller towns throughout the United States and one of them happened to be, it showed Duluth, Minnesota. And so you know, that, that's, that's kind of cool. So, you know, some of the other towns, like one was Indio, California. One was a small town in Texas. So it's kind of weird how all of a sudden you get these like random shout outs to Duluth, Minnesota. Like what they, 
all, all the executives and every writers and everybody are sitting around in a room and they just threw a dart at the map of the United States and it landed on Duluth. They're like, okay, so Duluth, Minnesota, we're going to pick that. I love that. I love when there's like shout outs on TV or movies or whatever. Sometimes you're just like, where did that come from? That's awesome. So you can read all about it. Uh, Lauren's got the details at Mix108.com and also on the Mix108 app. Taylor Swift coming up. We got Harry Styles 2 and Pink. Never going to not dance again. That's next on Mix108. There's so much going on up at Sanju 2. Six, one degree below zero, but looking for that high today of 23 with mostly sunny skies. So... Just hang on. Things will start start warming up. Well, Jeff Dunham has been in Duluth. Well, I mean, he's been all over the country, all over the world. He's a famous comedian, American ventriloquist, actor. Ever since he was a little boy, he always had a dummy on his lap and has honed his skills over the last 20 years. He's bringing his show back to Minnesota with his suitcase posse. Some of the characters that he has with him are Ahmed, Peanut, Walter, Jose, Bubba, Bubba J, and much more. He's going to be at Mystic Lake Casino in Prior Lake on uh, Friday, May 19th and Saturday, May 20th. Two shows because they know they're going to sell out very, very quickly. I've got all the details for you at Mix108.com. Ticket information and uh, times for the show and all that so you can check it out. Mix108.com and also on the Mix108 app. Coming up next hour, I've got Ian's Toolbox. Uh, plus, a man stole an entire truck filled with $40,000 worth of this candy. Uh-oh. I don't know what he was going to do with it, but uh, he got caught, so he wasn't able to eat it or sell it. <laughs> they just took it back. That's all coming up next hour, plus uh, check a full check your forecast. Looks like the weekend, it's going to be nice. Warmer temps. That's all the details on that coming up in just a few minutes right here on Mix108. Here's what's trending. Stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mix 108. What a tool. Starting this morning off in Indiana, where a driver of a Mustang was pulled over going 130 miles per hour in a 45. What? Yeah, he told the officer that pulled him over that he was proud of how fast his Mustang can go. Yeah, way to pick a good spot where it's 45 miles an hour. What a D-bag. Oh, my gosh. And the fact that, yeah, I'm proud. Get out of here. Yeah, proud of that ticket you're going to get and probably lose your license for a while. Uh, Heading over to New Jersey, there's been a string of uh, car break-ins outside a gym. Well, it turns out, after multiple surveillance cameras been put up, the owner of the gym was the one breaking into cars in his own parking lot. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about that for a plot for twist? For what? Why? Uh, just stealing money and other random things. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I just... <laughs> what an idiot. You're, like, shooting yourself in the foot. It's your gym. You're stealing from your own customers. Yeah. What? Yeah. He didn't get caught from his own cameras. Uh, The business across the street, but also sees the parking lot. Their surveillance camera switched over to the parking lot. Yeah. So, and then the last car that he broke into had a camera inside the car. Of course they did. So, well, I mean, if you go to a gym that's known for break-ins lately, that would also set up a camera. Right. And lastly, this, uh, I don't know how I missed this story. Uh, But uh, after the Eagles lost the Super Bowl, a Philadelphia fan who was dressed to the nines in Philadelphia gear in Florida 
decided to break in and vandalize a fire station. Oh, God. Yep. He apparently ransacked the bunk rooms, urinated on the carpet, stole over $100 from the locker room, a uniform hat, and some knives. Before he was uh, trying to get out of the fire station, uh, other firefighters found him. He then threw two meat cleavers at the firefighters. Wow. Before the firefighters got to him and apprehended him. You know, I make fun of Philadelphia Eagles fans a lot because they tend to generally not be the nicest, kindest people. But this just shows how insane some fans can get. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my team lost the Super Bowl. I'm going to go vandalize a fire station and throw axes at firemen. What's wrong with you? He ended up going to the police station with a black eye. So uh, I'm sure. Hey, that's going to do it for my toolbox, Gene. Wow. Calm down there, Cletus. BB Rex and David get it. I'm good. I'm mixing away. Here we go. The story we've been teasing about a man admits to stealing a truck. 200,000 pieces of this particular candy. Please let it be a good candy. Um, a lot of people love it. I think they're disgusting. Oh, no. Cadbury cream eggs. I can Ugh. maybe eat one or two. Oh, my God. I think they're so gross. I'm not going to eat 200,000. was $48,000 worth of candy. Eh, medium pass. His name is Joby Poole. He was charged with criminal damage and two counts of theft for the incident happened in England on February 11th. Prosecutors accused him of using a metal grinder yes. to break through a gate yes, he did. in an industrial park, then using a stolen semi-truck to tow away a trailer loaded with the chocolate goods. Uh, 40,000 pounds of this candy. So roughly $48,000. Yeah. Holy cow. Police say the extravagant theft was discovered shortly after the break-in when officers stopped a vehicle, presumably uh, purporting to be the Easter Bunny. Yeah. Uh, Prosecutor Owen Beale said Poole gave up when he realized police were after him. He walked towards the cops. He was arrested, and the load was recovered. I want to know, like... His thought process. Like, what was he going to do with these eggs? It doesn't say, but, I mean, he had this all planned out. Like, he knew exactly where, you know, where to go, what he was taking. But it doesn't say why, what he was going to do with $40,000 worth. What if this was, like, Robin Hood Easter Bunny edition? And he was just going to give all these chocolate eggs to, like, the communities. You know what I mean? Sure. He was going to be, like, the Easter Bunny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Or the man just loves Cadbury eggs. I don't know. Yeah, see, I'm not a frosting person, and so there's too much cream inside those eggs where it's just Uh, like... Not a fan of cream, Gene? Well, it depends. Um, But those just kind of... They're too much. And then they look like a real egg, like when you crack it. I was like, oh, gross. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just... I know there's lots of people that absolutely love them, and that would be their ideal is to have a a truck full of them, but... I'd rather have, like, peanut M&Ms or something than that. I was going to say, when uh, you first started teasing the story, I'm like, oh, is it M&Ms? And then you said you wouldn't do it? I'm like, oh, it's not. Yeah, it's not, because Gene loves them. Especially peanut. Those are my those are my favorite. Those are my go-to. Or the almond ones. Oh, mm. get out of town. So there you go. Don't go, don't go stealing candy, because you're going to get caught. And then the Easter Bunny's never going to bring you candy. So no, no more eggs for you. We got MGK Black Bear on the way, Miley Cyrus 2, and Imagine Dragons Enemy. That's coming up next at Mix 108. Treat yourself with a new Coach Pert. 
Time right now is 729. It is now two above. We've finally climbed Ooh. above the below zero mark. The sun is out looking for a high today of 23. So I came across another um, story about a friend that is causing a ruckus for a friend's wedding. I feel like there's an uptick in that lately. Like, did something happen during the COVID period that just made wedding people crazy? I, I see stories like this, and it just at, seems absolutely unbelievable to me of how people behave. If this is someone that is a friend of yours, the audacity of this woman. The audacity. I love that word, by the way. The audacity. You don't, you don't get to use it enough, but this is a perfect word yeah. for this story. So this woman and her fiancé are Muslim. They're okay. getting married in a mosque, so they asked all the guests to be respectfully covered. That makes sense. So uh, one of the bride's friends, her name is Ellie, has taken an issue with the dress code and basically told the bride, I'm going to wear whatever I want and you just need to deal with it. Then don't go. So she's saying every other person that they've invited completely understood and is respecting their wishes except for this Ellie. So she uninvited her. Good. So she, she wrote about this in Reddit and every every single person on Reddit rallied behind her saying, it's your wedding. You know, it's it's you know part of your culture, and absolutely everybody should respect that. Or just don't go to this era. Just don't go. Right. I just can't. I just the audacity of somebody to say that to a bride and be like, "I'm just gonna wear whatever I yeah, want." Like I, I'm hearing what you're saying, but I'm not gonna do it. Plus, the thing is, too, is like when she's saying respectfully covered up, I'm sure it means like cleavage. You right. Know? So it's like you're gonna come into a wedding with. Dropped cleavage or whatever, whatever you normally wear that I guess is revealing, you you can't just you know cool oh. it for one day. Oh, Jean. Ah, oh, I just like you, you didn't say the part that um, Ellie was texting the group chat saying that the bride was excluding her from the wedding for stupid reasons, and that Ellie has an agenda against her for being an atheist. Yeah, it's it's deep. It it, wow. it goes it goes beyond covering yourself up for the for the yeah. Ceremony. That's that's not a friend. Like if you can't like respect the bride's wishes for one day, like come on. Come I just on. I just can't imagine treating any of my friends like that. You know, of of any wedding I've ever been invited to, where I'd be like, no, I'm going to do my own thing. Thanks. You know <laughs> what? Oh my god. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. How do people end up with friends like that or just, I guess, maybe not realize that, oh, I didn't realize this is this is the type of friend you are. So right. see you later, Ellie. God, jerk. Louis Capaldi coming up, Lizzo 2, and Megan Trainer. She made you look. That's next on Mix 108. Looking for fun, family-friendly. 47, and it is uh, 2 degrees above zero. Looking for high today, 23. Got some sunshine out there. Sunshine. So this has been kind of a weird winter. December, we got just tons of snow, and yeah. it was just like, oh, boy, we're in for it. Then we've had the warm uh, January. The warm January, and then everything would freeze up. Well, and I've had more than my share of trying to just walk and not wipe out this winter. I think <laughs> yep. I've fallen more this winter than I have in the last like three or four. I know. I almost got you life alert. I kind of need it. But um, I've, I'm well aware of this. When I owned a house, I was very diligent of always making sure our sidewalk was salted yep. and no ice because you could be in big trouble if somebody falls on your property. 
I was going to say, how does that work? Can you get sued? Um, I think yes. What if what if you didn't live in the house? Or, I mean, what if you didn't own the house? No, that's the owner of the house. It's Well, I don't know, because like if you're responsible for shoveling right. and keeping the sidewalk Wouldn't clear, that be on you then? It might. Ooh. Well, one of our coworkers said he was worried about the mailman slipping and falling and hurting themselves because their sidewalk was really slippery. Yeah. So he went to the uh, hardware store and got some salt, and he was laying down the salt as the UPS driver pulled up to their house to bring uh, a package. So he said, "What?" So I he asked himself the question, "What would happen if someone got hurt falling on my slippery sidewalk? Can you be sued?" In some searches, he found a pretty universal answer that was yes. You can actually be found negligent. If a postal worker or delivery person falls and hurts themselves on their sidewalk, their employer is responsible for paying workman's comp. However, if the company feels you are negligent and believes you're liable for damages, they could sue you for damages. Oh. Uh, If you have a homeowner's policy, though, it usually covers that. Um, But that's something you need to talk to your insurance agency about. So it's just a matter of... Keep your sidewalks clear, you know, and if there's ice, put down some salt. Right. What I always had to do uh, with our house is because our dogs went out in the front yard where that so- our sidewalk was, so I had to get the pet safe salt, which is like the biggest ripoff on the planet. It's like three times more expensive than regular road salt because, you know. Right. Of course, it's a specialty kind of salt, so it's like a million dollars, but... You have to be really careful with your pets, though, because their paws can get irritated from regular salt that you'd put down on the sidewalk. But that's something I always was really aware of because I was like, or, you know, the kids back and forth or they have friends. And, you know, we had a couple steps, you know, cement steps getting up into our house. So it's like I don't want one of them falling and losing their front teeth or, you know, oh, my God, horrible scenario. I always think of that when I fall. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to knock out my front teeth. (laughs) It's like this weird phobia that I have. My, my front teeth and so stupid, but uh, so there you be careful. Uh, so for all those of you guys that still have not shoveled your sidewalks or put down salt, you best get on it. Go get one of those ice chippers. Yes, and uh, this weekend's gonna be nice and warm. So if you throw some salt down with the sun, boom, it's taken care of. There's a man set. down the alley for me that was uh, snow blowing, but it was all ice. What? And I'm like, isn't that like dangerous? It's dangerous, and he's going to wreck his snowblower. Yeah, I'm like, what are, what are you doing, guy? It's not meant to dig up ice. What is my Well, God. it's like he, like, chipped up a pile of ice and then, like, was going through it with a <laughs> snowblower. And I'm like, I don't think that's how that works. He's making snow cones for the kids. And then, here, like, and then you're, like, blasting ice out. Like, my man, what is up with that? That happened uh, last winter when I was living with my friend in the... The neighbor, I'm sitting right by the window, and I'll hear ping, ping, ping. The neighbor was snowballing their driveway and was kicking rocks towards her house. So I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. So I ran out front, and I was, like, waving my arms, and he stopped. I'm like, I don't know what you're snowblowing, but, like, you're pelting her house with rocks. Ugh. He's like, oh, sorry, it's a brand-new snowblower. It's like, what's that got to do with it? What are you snowblowing rocks for? Like, where are these rocks coming from? Because it's not like you had a gravel driveway. Oh, it's crazy. Crazy. So anyway, there you go. There's a little uh, free uh, (laughs) law reference for you so that you can save yourself getting sued. 
Coming up uh, next hour, we've got to check your forecast plus missed connections. Ooh. My favorite part of Fridays. And we'll also check in with Carolyn at Lakes Pier Zoo and find out what's uh, happening there. That's all coming up on Mix 108. Attention, Northland. 14, currently two degrees above zero. Looking for that high today of 23. It is chilly outside. But there's something that you can do uh, if you if you bundle up. You can look at their outdoor exhibits, but they have plenty of stuff going on inside, and that's at Lake Spear Zoo. We have Carolyn on the phone. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. So how's everything going on going at Lake Spear Zoo right now? Everything is going wonderfully at the zoo. We are amping up for Monday. Um, it's uh, February 20th, and it is our free community day. Mm. So we are very excited to invite everyone to come to the zoo for free on Monday. That's, a big, a, really de- that's a big deal. It is a big deal, and it's just a really fun way for us to say thank you to all of the people who support the zoo all year round um, by making a freebie day. And, of course, like we always say, the animals are fun and just as active, if not more so, in the winter. So believe it or not, um, wintertime can be the best time to come to the Lake Spear Zoo. So do you, is there any outdoor exhibits where the animals are outside? Oh, yeah, we've got the bears are outside and the otters are outside. Taj, our amber tiger is outside. Um, Snow leopard, lynx, we've got all sorts of animals outside. Even our African lion is outside on our big heated pride rock. Oh, that's right. uh, Yeah, the wolves are outside, cougars are outside, all sorts of critters are outside. Then, of course, um, for those who prefer to stay indoors, we've got all sorts of um, habitats inside as well. Lots to see. Um, so yeah, we'd just love to invite everybody in the community, people who are out of town and want to come into Duluth and find something to do. Uh, Monday is a free day here at the zoo. What time do you guys open on Monday? We open at 10 a.m. and we close at 4 p.m. with our last admission at 3 p.m. We want to make sure people have enough time to get through the whole zoo and it is a quite a sizable zoo. Yeah, it is. There's lots. There's lots of stuff to see and different trails. And uh, this weekend, it's going to be absolutely beautiful. It's going to be mid thirties, and I think that's uh, the same forecast they're saying for Monday too. So actually, that's not that bad, especially for hardy Northlanders. You're like thirty five. I don't even need a jacket. That's right. We can't. We can't <laughs> remain stuck indoors. If if we know anything about ourselves, it's, it's when it gets cold, we get going. Um, so I know we'll have a lot, quite a crew here on Monday. We're also amping up for Tosa Tales. That is coming up on March 3rd at the St. Louis County Depot. And that event is going to be just absolutely over the top fun. It is 21 plus. Um, it is a beer, wine, cider, um, spirit sampling event. There's going to be great food from local providers. There's going to be um, animal art. We're going to have a whole gallery full of art from everyone from Malkia, our African lion, to the ring-tailed lemurs. We have some art by hedgehogs and our cape porcupine. Just everybody is going to be represented um, in our art gallery, which is really fun. And people will be able to purchase and take home a painting by the animal of their choice. I love that. Um, that is super. It's going to be really fun. We're also going to have um, Eddie the Armadillo is going to be painting live during the event, which is going to be really exciting. Um, we have a VIP option, which gets you a um, a print of your choice by our staff photographer, Heidi Beal, which is really exciting. She takes some gorgeous photos. Um, if you follow us on social media, you've seen her work. 
uh, a lot of it. And, uh, yeah, it's just going to be a really wonderful event. It's a fundraiser for the zoo, um, and we would like to invite the community to come. Tickets are available on our website at lszoodeluth.org. You can see it right on the homepage. There's a link to go get tickets. All right, sounds great. Well, you guys always have uh, fun stuff going on at the zoo. Don't forget, Monday it's free, 10 to 4. Uh, so if the kids are off school and if maybe you're off work because it's President's Day, it's a great uh, time to go check out the zoo. And uh, thanks for all that you guys do behind the scenes, Carol, and to make it such a fun experience. Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me, guys. All right, we'll talk to you later. Have a have a great weekend. You too. Thank thanks, you. Carol. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Summer now is 818 Missed Connections. Yeah. Coming up in just a little bit, so you definitely want to stay tuned for that. We've got Rihanna, Pink, and Post Malone on deck on Mix 108. H-Win Ports, huge news from Friday, which means... <gasps> How about you? What? Missed Connections. Yes! All right, so of course, every week we go over the top missed connections in Minnesota. Gene, are you ready? I am ready. First one, titled... Aldi's. <laughs> I love it already. Hey, girl. I know I should have said hi. You had your cute spring rubber boots on, looking like you were ready for some fun. You have beautiful dark hair, and I know you saw me too. Unfortunately, looked like you had to run in those rubber boots. <laughs> hey, can I buy you coffee? That's how it ends. <laughs> I love it. Not sure what exactly happened there. Next one titled Girl at the Store. Hey, girl. We chatted Wednesday night. You were buying a lot of one-item stuff. You know, let me know if you want to buy two-item stuff. We should chat again. Mm. I don't know if that's the move you want to take. Hey, I saw you buying one item stuff. Let me know if you want to buy two item stuff. Why not like, hey, Smooth. let's buy some stuff together. Yeah, I don't know. Long shot post office. Hey, girl. I know it's a long shot, but I think it's worth it. Saw you at the post office the other day. We looked at each other, smiled, and I know you looked back at me before you walked out the door. I know I should have said something, but I didn't. If you read this and want to talk, let me know. You look like an angel. Oh. Last one. Northern Waters Smokehouse in Duluth. Hey, girl. You recommended fish and crackers for the ride home. (laughs) And you know what? You were right. Tasted amazing. Maybe next time I can... Drive back up there, and we can eat fish and crackers together. Ooh. Learn a little more about each other. You were blonde, late 30s. Pretty sure you were divorced. Oh. <laughs> While we were waiting in line, you said you were realizing that you made some mistakes. I hope you see this, and we can reconnect. Ooh. I gave you my number, and I'm still waiting for your call. Oh. Burn. Hello. Burn. Maybe you're still waiting because you said, I'm pretty sure you're divorced. <laughs> and maybe she's like 22 and you said she's in her late 30s. Oh, boy. Hey, those fish and crackers, though, Gene. Oh, my.
my God. I mean, the food at Smokehouse is pretty good, so. It's amazing. Oh, it's going to do it for your misconnections, Gene. Were you satisfied? <laughs> that was great. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just so good. Well, hopefully these people will connect. Yes, absolutely. Especially the rubber boots girl at Aldi's. I'm thinking about the uh, the doubling up, and I'm like, here's a pack of ding-dongs. There's one for each of us. Hey, oh. Beyonce coming up. See ya. And Sam Smith and Kim Petras is next on Mix 108. Looking for fun? Fa- right, that was 8.53. That's going to do it for the morning show. We're wrapping things up for the weekend. Back together. Well, Ian here on Monday. I'm yeah. off on President's Day. But then Tuesday, we're both back together. Have a well, great weekend. She might be here on Tuesday. Rumor has it that she's actually going to Ro- Mount Rushmore to uh, put her face on the, the President uh, rock. <laughs> right below. Yeah. There's yeah. me. That's how oh Gene's going to celebrate President. That's super oh, funny. Oh, there's a dog walking by the studio. By himself? No, there's oh. an owner. There's a leash. Thank God, because that'd be scary. Little, a little poodle. At nine, o'clock, at 9 o'clock. <laughs> weird, there's somebody walking a dog. That's so strange. At uh, 9 o'clock, Ian's going to kick off 80 minutes of music commercial free fuel by our friends at Quick Trip. Plus, he's got his throwback song of the day. Don't forget Polar Plunge tomorrow, 2 o'clock, out at Park Point. We'll see you out there. I have the hiccups, so I'm going to leave. Okay, bye. Have yourself a great day. We love you. Peace. Here's what's trending.